You're listening to Artwork Audio's Artsmark Aid, a series featuring Artsmark trainers that have extensive experience at helping settings get the best out of their Artsmark journey. Episode 1, Back on Track. In this episode, Sonia Hyams joins me in a discussion about how to get your Artsmark back on track. Hello, my name's Xavier. I'm from InFocus Education and Development. We're based in Southampton and we deliver Arts Award and we are also an Artsmark partner serving Southampton and Hampshire. And I'm here with Sonia. Hello, my name's Sonia. I am an Artsmark trainer. I've worked with lots of bridge organisations across the UK, working with schools to support them on their Artsmark journey. And today we're here just to talk a bit about getting back on track with your Artsmark journey and some different pitfalls that you might have found recently, but also talk through how different things that can help you progress and make sure that you're getting the best out of your arts mark. Yes, we'll be looking at lots of different ways to use the self-assessment framework and the quality principles and all those key bits of paperwork that are going to really help support your arts mark journey. So I guess if we start off, um, Sonia, if you can just talk to us about how people might use the different tools that are available to them and, and sort of relate them to things like the different quality principles and other, other uh, information that's out there that can help them get back on track, essentially. Well, the good news is, is that the Artsmark is a really flexible framework. So the assessors really understand how schools and other settings can go through challenges during a two-year period. You know, the Artsmark is a, is a two-year period and they understand that curriculums can change, staff can leave, pandemics can happen, all sorts of things can, can happen across a two-year period. And so it allows for that change and development and shift in focus and and so we felt this was quite an important conversation to have because we know a lot of schools possibly have paused their Artsmark journey for a while, or maybe they're taking over from someone else, or perhaps they're just looking for inspiration for their Artsmark journey going forward. And we'll be looking at how the self-assessment criteria and the quality principles can really underpin those things. So... Given the recent events in the world and given the massive shift in, in what's happened and how that might affect different different settings, I know that I'm working with one setting that, that has had to pause one of their, their Artsmark journey and I'm also working with another setting that's levelling up from a gold um, and hopefully going to a platinum. How can these different criteria you know, help them reset and help them push forward and getting a, a, a good statement of commitment going forward? I think for both of those settings, they should be looking back at the self-assessment framework on a regular basis. We always look at it on the development day, but it's always useful to keep returning to it and almost auditing where your school are at, where your strengths are and where your areas of development are. The Artsmark assessors will want to see how you have developed those areas that need developing and the fact that you've identified them at the beginning of your journey and then being able to progress will serve you well in your statement of commitment and your statement of impact. Ultimately, the, the assessors will be looking at the journey travelled between the two documents. They will have in front of them your statement of commitment and your statement of impact. And they will have the self-assessment criteria there 
and the quality principles. And they'll be looking at how your journey aligns to those particular criteria. And of course, there are the eight different self-assessment framework areas, and there are seven quality principles. The quality principles, maybe if I, I start with those, I think they're really brilliant at being able to articulate your aims. So actually, if you start from there, if, if a setting starts from what is it they want to achieve on their ArtsMark journey, and of course, things may have changed in the last 18 months or however long they're, they're looking at, but where do they want to be? And I think once a school or setting has very specific aims, then actually all the other activities that they can do can feed into those aims. And the quality principles has some brilliant aims language in it. It talks about excellence, innovation, authenticity, lots of different ways that we can ensure that you're giving the best high quality arts and cultural provision for young people and for schools and for all your stakeholders, staff and the wider community. And if you keep an eye on those, actually, you can use them as brilliant kind of baselines, brilliant ways to kind of monitor and evaluate what you do. And also a great, great ways for creating questionnaires, focus groups, all sorts of things to kind of reflect on your ArtsMark journey. If we look at the self-assessment criteria, all of those areas look at different aspects of your journey and everything from leadership. So within your leadership team, are they on board? Are you able to ensure that you're able as the ArtsMark lead to be given the time and the space and the resources to be able to deliver a good ArtsMark journey? Who are your ArtsMark advocates in the school? And I would suggest that at least one of those people should be a member of SLT. Because ultimately, ArtsMark was always created as a way of being able to influence whole school improvement. It was never meant to be something that sits in a silo of its own. And of course, we are celebrating arts in and of itself, art subjects and art specialists, but ArtsMark also celebrates the arts across the curriculum. And so it's it's creative approaches that are happening every day in maths lessons, in geography lessons, in history lessons, and capturing that as part of your ArtsMark journey. That's great. So in, in essence, it's it's about not being afraid to just, just record everything and, and get everything that you feel was necessary, but also get the buy-in from the whole of your setting rather than just just being alone in the whole, in in the world of art in your your own environment and i guess also can we talk a bit about how possibly going outside of that setting as well and looking at looking at how you could reach out because i know that's an important part about going from for instance gold to platinum is actually making sure you have those that outreach going on and making sure that you understand the the wider footprint of culture and the arts in your your local area yes actually you were talking about a setting that wanted to level up mm. or we, that you may be a setting that you know really wants to go in and feels that your current provision is having audited it is a gold or platinum level but certainly um, I call the platinum level the sort of outward facing level it's it's where your school are already doing innovative exciting creative groundbreaking things within your setting and then what you're doing is sharing those expertise with the wider world now of course the way many settings are set up now 
are in hubs and clusters and federations. And of course, you'll be wanting to share your expertise with them. But actually, Platinum might be even more than that, you know, going out, connecting with your wider community, connecting with schools actually beyond your local area and actually going beyond that. And of course, in this day and age, using possibly digital ways of doing that, digital resources, toolkits, sharing curriculum ideas, CPD, continued professional development, all sorts of things things that other schools and other settings can really take on board and make for themselves. Each school will have and setting will have their own bespoke ArtsMark journey. There is no one way to do ArtsMark and getting back on track, I think, is really about working out where you are now, working out where you want to be and then plotting those steps between the two. And for that, you may want to put together an action plan. Um, sometimes I, I know many settings that really enjoy being able to put that on a visual table. And sometimes they will have that in a very obvious place like the staff room and it'll be up there. And it means that they know when they've done, you know, project one, two and three. Brilliant. That's autumn term. And they might shade that in in a different colour and they go to the next term and we're going to do this business so that not just they know, but that everyone else in the staff room knows what it is that is being achieved. And so that the school, the whole school community can talk articulately about their arts mark journey. Is there any uh, tools out there or anything that you would suggest is the is the first sort of port of call so for instance if we have a hypothetical situation where a setting may have started their arts mark journey before the the pandemic and now they're just trying to pick that up again because i know that arts mark have extended the deadlines and they have sort of pushed things back but maybe it, it can feel a bit rushed especially if you're still trying to get back into the swing of things after after for instance a lockdown which i think everyone has experienced these days well, again, the good news is, is that arts work and all of the bridge organisations are there to support settings on their journey. Um, this is designed to be, the arts mark is designed to be a supported journey. And so you won't be left alone to try and uh, grapple your way around this. There'll be plenty of opportunities, podcasts, videos and training and session online sessions that you can attend about around your specific issue and to support your particular way of working. And so so you can access your bridge organisation as a way to support your ArtsMark journey, whatever stage you are on that ArtsMark journey, whether you're right at the beginning or whether you're nearing the end. And of course, your bridge can read your statements of commitment and read your statement of impact before it gets put in for the assessors. And I really would encourage you to take up that offer because it's a really great way of someone with an outside eye, but with an outside expert eye that can give you really good feedback on how you can articulate what's happening in your school in the best possible way. Because we know, having looked at many, many thousands of statement of commitments and statement of impacts, we find that settings are really excellent about telling us what they did, but perhaps need a little bit more support about the impact that those activities had. And hopefully we can, with the self-assessment framework, the quality principles and many other resources that exist on the ArtsWork website, you'll be able to support yourself in being able to articulate the impact that these activities had on all your stakeholders, your teachers, your young people, your parents, your wider community. 
I guess leading on from that then would be is where where do they find these these mysterious organizations that can help them because I do know you know being an artsmark partner myself or ourselves we have got our artsmark offer on our website so they people can come and have a look and see what we do specifically for them but is there anywhere online that they can use to find in their local area because obviously not everyone who's doing artsmark is in southampton Yes, of course. And so there are two things you brought up there, which are really important. The first thing is Artswork have created a database called Connecting with Culture. And this is a brilliant database that will help settings to access local and not so local arts organisations that might be able to support them on their Artsmark journey. Many of these arts organisations are now Artsmark partners, as you say. And what that actually means is that those Artsmark partners have gone through a sort of shortened version of the training that settings did themselves on their development training. Uh, so they have a really good understanding of the arts mark, the aims that it's trying to achieve, the criteria, and they can really support you on your journey. And as you say, many of the arts mark partners have their own offer that they can give you based upon what they already do. But also I do know that many arts mark partners are really open to schools coming to them and giving them ideas and saying, this is what we want. Is this something you might be able to do? Arts organisations have been absolutely brilliant and flexible and, of course, creative at being able to come up with everything from live sessions through to digital sessions, blended work that they can work with. Sessions that are kind of one-off wow sessions to long-term residencies, you will find everything you need to in that database. And also, of course, it being in a database, it will help you not having to trawl through everything through a normal kind of search engine. This really helps give a focused approach to being able to find an art smart partner that will work for you. That's great. And what, what's the uh, web address for that? It's connectingwithculture.com. That's great. Thank you. I guess moving on, I think to to last bit, are there, are there any sort of main tips or tricks you feel that are, you know, the basis of, of getting your ArtSmart journey back on track? I mean, what would you suggest is the best thing to do? I would say it's about getting your ducks in a row, really. And it's about trying to think about what I like to call your action plan. And again, Artswork provide loads and loads of brilliant templates uh, that are like tables that you can populate with your aims, uh, both short, mid and long term, and really thinking about what you might want to do. I think it's important to think about the year ahead and sort of key events, uh, festivals, things that you might want to achieve over the course of the year. But also don't forget about putting in your action plan those points where you'll need to plan and talk to your Artsmark advocates within your school so that you have everything in front of you. And what that will show you, that will plot your journey in trying to create your Artsmark journey. And then, of course, you, of course, you're going to want to think about context. So for your school, if you are starting to do visits again to theatres and venues, we know that those are opening up again, then you might want to ensure that your risk assessment are up to date or if that hasn't been looked at for a while, are you going to be the person to kind of approach the SLT and kind of say, well, you know, now is the time. Now we want to get back out there with young people experiencing those art forms in theatres, in galleries, etc. So, you know, part of being the ArtSmart lead is sort of 
advocating, a bit of educating and a little bit of agitating in order to kind of really try and champion your ArtsMark journey as you as you go through. But I think once you have all your key stakeholders on board, then really you will find that I think a lot of people want to champion the arts and culture and have really missed opportunities to collaborate for teamwork, for creativity in groups. And so in my experience, people have had the opportunity to kind of do that again, maybe after a long pause of not being able to do those sorts of things. It's been welcomed and been very successful. That's great. Thank you. Well, I think we've covered quite a lot there. I think, you know, there's loads of stuff for people to take away. And hopefully this help, has helped some settings sort of think a bit more about how they might want to get back on track, essentially. Is there anything else you want to want to add to help the, the any setting at all that's listening to this? I would say just ensure that you keep your bridge organisation close. Ensure that you really read the e-news that I'm sure they're sending you on a regular basis. To There'll be their support sessions, all kinds of things that you can access. And that's a really good way of trying to keep in touch with what's available to you. And then talk about the ArtsMark journey to people, to everyone. Have your, if you like, elevator pitch of what it is. And I think once you start getting people on board again... Or, or reigniting that journey, then I think it will be a really good success. And of course, we wish everyone on their ArtsMark journey the best of luck. Yes, absolutely. Thank you, Sonia. That was fantastic. All of that information is really, really helpful. And hopefully it does really help any setting wanting to get back on track with their ArtsMark. And of course, if you want any more information, do head to the ArtsWork website. That is artswork.org.uk. And on there, you can find all of their training dates. You can find lots of resources and you can also contact them directly with any questions you might have about ArtsMark or indeed anything else they do because they do do a lot of work. So as I said I've been Xavier and we've been here with Sonia. Thank you and good luck with your ArtsMark journey. This was an ArtsWork audio production presented by me Xavier Fiddis and special guest Sonia Hyams. It was created in conjunction with ArtsMark and supported with public funding by Arts Council England.